If you're ready to unlock the potential you know is inside of you and take your business to the next level, then this is the podcast for you. We are Blessed Mama Bosses. Kelly Hoover and myself, Blair Critch, are here to share with you our daily tips, strategies, and the things that we have learned over the past few years building a $1 million plus organization. Why are we so passionate to help everyone else earn the same skills? Because we truly believe you can have it all. Yes, you can have an amazing family. You can continue to walk in your faith and still have a six-figure business. You just need to find boundaries, time management, skills, strategies, and duplicate, duplicate. So we are here to share all the goods with you. Get to know us a little better by listening to our very first episodes of Blessed Mama Bosses podcast. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, Blessed Mama. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you hitting that snooze button way too often or reaching for multiple cups of coffee? Don't worry, we have you covered. Check out the system that Kelly and I both use to have all-day sustainable energy to help with our digestive health, sleep, as well as keeping your antioxidant health up. Listen, this is a premium lifestyle system. It's here to help you experience peak physical and mental levels. It is three simple steps every morning that's changed millions of lives, including Kelly and mine. So we want to make sure we help you as you are trying to build your business to six figures and beyond. As you're trying to help your family and others, we want to make sure that you're helping yourself. So reach out to us at blessedmamabosses at gmail.com with the subject line, free sample, and we'll get you set up with a free three-day sample. We want you to feel, look, and be your best. Hey there, Blessed Mama. We are so excited about this episode today, episode 127, all about the secret of balance in your business. It's so funny when you say secret and balance, right? Because it does feel like when you look around at these other mamas that maybe are managing it all, having success, having fun with their family, I mean, hello, right? Fake book, as I call it, and Instagram, they make you feel like you're falling behind or there's some secret to success or some secret to balance as a working mom, as even a stay-at-home mom, right? And we feel that and we know exactly what that feels like because we feel it sometimes too. So today's episode actually came from a great question from one of our awesome members inside of our Blessed Mama Bosses community. Stephanie Cook asked us a great question. She said, how do you find balance in your your business? Or how can I find balance in my business? And then she also put this as well with it, a second part. What do I do if I block time? Then I get distracted by my kids. Hello. I think we can all relate with that. Then my block comes to an end and I don't feel like that I'm done and I keep going. Then my next block gets messed up. Oof. We all hate that, right? It's kind of like when you're organizing a drawer and then you start on the next one and it's just like a big mess and you can't stop, right? So we get that. And we're going to answer that question today. So Stephanie Cook, thank you so much for that question. And if you're not part of our Blessed Mama Bosses community, you can get there by going to blessedmamabossesgroup.com. That will take you directly to our Facebook community. And we want you in there. We want you in there so that you can ask questions, so that you can share ideas, so that you can connect with other people that are on the same path as you, right? They're trying to get their business to grow and expand all while balancing life as a mom, balancing life 
as a believer in their faith, balancing life to uh, have some fun and make some money at the same time, right? So we would love to see you guys inside of there. And if you ever have a great question that you want answered here on the podcast, we'd love for you to reach out to us there, or you can even reach out to us at blessedmombosses at gmail.com. All right. First off, Stephanie, we love this question because we love block style working. You know, that's like where you take chunks of time that are specific to what you're working on, right? But we're going to give you some tips for that first, and then we're going to share some other things too. All right. So the first thing we want to talk about out of that question that Stephanie asked was time blocking. Like, what is it? right? Because a lot of you guys might be listening and you're like, what does she even mean time blocking? So time blocking is where you take a chunk of time for an activity that you know will build your business forward, okay? So one of the biggest things that Kelly and I have both learned along our path of time blocking, right? When you're in a corporate career, let's say, for example, or as I was a teacher, Kelly was a pharmaceutical rep, like your time blocks are kind of already done for you, right? Like I knew what time I needed to be available for each subject in my classroom. I knew exactly what time lunch is. I knew what my planning period was, right? So I didn't really have to worry about that as much. It was naturally given to me, just like in pharmaceutical sales for Kelly. It's like, oh, you got to see these doctors this week, book when they're available, right? She knows her time blocking. But when you get into network marketing or franchising or being an entrepreneur and having your own business, you have to learn how to time block on your own. And one of the biggest things that Kelly and I have learned from trial and error, because that's really the only way you can learn it, right, is to add on more time than you think you need for each block. That way you have time between the blocks of times to handle things, to go to the bathroom, to take some deep breaths, maybe do some stretching or some quick dancing or whatever it needs to be. Because when you're moving from one activity to the next, you really do need to clear your mind and allow yourself that time, right? Maybe it's to grab a snack. Maybe it's to go to the bathroom. Maybe you allow yourself to do that breath work or dancing work, whatever it is, right? And if you have kids at home, like you're working from home, this can be very complicated because you do have kids, right? And we're going to talk a little bit about some ideas for that. But one of the biggest things that Kelly and I have done that has really helped us is finding somebody else that's a stay-at-home mom or works from home and doing a swap out with them. And we're getting close to the summer and we always give you guys ideas for summertime, but this is one that we always emphasize. It's one that Kelly does. I now don't have to do it because my kids are older, but I started in this network marketing direct sales space when my kids were two and four or not even like one and three. And so I did this a lot. We would do swap out times, right? Like you take my two, I take your two. And that way I had chunks of time that I could work during those time blocks though. You want to make sure you're focused on the most income producing activities for your business, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, right? So one tip, adding more time to your block. Second tip, trying to do some swap outs if you can with other parents. And then if you can't do that, if you're like, I just don't have that option, I don't know anybody, then it might be time to go to some networking events and meet people, guys. But if that's true, then we get it. So maybe you try nap time working, okay? So maybe you're at the point where your kids are very young, they're still taking naps. So you need to not nap with them anymore, okay? Now, I remember when my kids were little, I used to take a nap when they took a nap because I was so exhausted. Now I am on my products that Kelly and I share. I don't really ever need a nap anymore. Wish I had had it when they were young. But when I was starting up my business, when they were about one and three, I had to stop napping during their nap time because that was a good quiet chunk of time that I could work my business. So there are times that you have to make sacrifices in order to achieve what you want. 
Okay. The other thing I created, and some of you moms are going to cringe at this if you're a mommy like I used to be. Okay. I'm a recovering perfectionist. So I used to love my house to always be perfect. But when we moved into our house and I started my, my jewelry business at the time, I needed a space where the kids could play that wasn't in their room because I needed to be able to see them. They need to be able to see me, but I still need to be able to work. So we created this space in what we call a Florida room here in Florida. It's like this extra little room with like basically windows that look out to the pool. I basically took those doggy gates or kitty gates all the way around it. I put foam little squares on the floor that hooked together like those foam puzzles all over the floor. So it was soft. And then I only put toys in there that were safe for young children, like nothing, no Legos, nothing small, right? Things that they could not choke on in case I walked off and went to the bathroom and I wasn't able to pay attention, right? Or I was really into a zone working, right? And then I would take chunks of time. Okay, this is your time to play for 20 minutes. And I would put them in there and I would work a little bit for 20 minutes and I'd come back over. One of the other things that I did that really helped with that space that I created for them was that I rotated toys every single week. So mamas, get a basket, take half the toys out. They don't need all those toys at once. It actually distracts them and makes them less likely to stick with an activity for longer. A little teacher tip there, people. So take out half the toys, put them in a box and hide them in a closet. Every week, swap out the toys. Okay. Another thing I used to do is swap out toys with other moms. So, you know, if I had other friends who were working from home or stay at home moms, we would swap out toys because it was more exciting. Like if we were over at their house playing, I noticed my kid really loved something, then we would swap out a toy. And that way my kid got to play with that toy for a week and they were so excited about it. So they got bored with it again. Okay. So there are lots of ways that you can find a little bit more opportunity to have those time blocks in your life, even if you have little ones at home. Kelly, can you share some tips for time blocking too? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things is you're you're not getting enough done during those nap times or during those, you know, 20 minute blocks, then maybe really reevaluating what you're doing and the income producing activities that you have to move your forward business will help. And so I'm going to share a few things along those lines. Although my girls are not napping anymore, the last few years we have gone through a lot of different transitions, whether it's being, you know, having a child that's medically homebound and having to to physically teach her homeschooling having a child that you know 50% of the time you wake up and they you don't know if they're going to go to school or not so i feel like working a business when you have these time blocks but also knowing when you have that 20 minutes that Blair just described knowing what you're going to do because so many times we see inside blessed mama boss's community inside our own personal businesses is that people will have that 20 minutes But then for 18 minutes, they think around like, what am I actually going to do? So time blocking is so important, but knowing what you're going to do during that. So a few tips I have for time blocking is number one is really, truly having a plan. And I know for Blair and I, we're very similar in this. And that is on Sunday, you get that planner out, whether it's a paper planner, whether you're using Google Calendar, but you really do look at those non-negotiables and, you know, depends on how old your children are, depends on where they're going, but we all have non-negotiables, whether it's your job, whether it's your kids in school, whether it's doctor's appointments, whatever that is, but knowing where those are and putting them down. Then you block off that time for you. 
Yes, I know you may be thinking, oh, who has time for for themselves? But we hope that you are spending time on you because that is so incredibly important as a mom, as a working mom, as a woman to spend time on your heart, your mind, and your body. You will show up better during those work blocks. You will show up better during your family time that you have. Do you have time on your schedule? Do you have blocked off time for downtime with your family? Do you have dinner times? Do you have date nights? These personally, for me, for Blair, they come before our work times, right? These are non-negotiable for us. Then you fill in the blanks with where you're working. And again, depending on, for Blair and I, our kids are in school during the day, but I do not spend that entire seven hours while my kids are gone working. I spend some of that pouring into myself, moving my body, taking care of things around the house, but I do have a block of time. Now, what are you doing during that block of time? So for example, let's just say you have two hours where maybe your kids are napping or your kids are at preschool or two hours while they're at school. Maybe it's two hours on that Saturday morning. That's what I used to do when I worked 60 hours a week in pharmaceuticals. I had Saturday mornings block. What are you doing? What are you doing during that time? And if you do not have an income producing activities, if you do not have your non-negotiables that need to be done in your business, I would strongly, strongly encourage you to make that happen, to make exactly what is growing your business to make that happen. So I'm going to give you an example of how I will structure that into my day, because sometimes my days don't Actually, none of my days are ever really, truly the same. So I have a Excel spreadsheet that I print off because I'm a list checker and I have an order of the importance of things that are there. Therefore, when I sit down, whether it's that 20 minute block or whether it's a two hour block, I know what comes next. Now, personally for me, because of the way that my life is right now and because that things are, you know, I'm carpooling like crazy and, you know, kids, I'm not always sure who's going to school, who's not going to school. I have an hour block of work before my children ever get out of bed. And there are five non-negotiable things that need to happen during that hour block. And, and trust me, I am working my tush off to make that happen. I also have a 30-minute block in the morning that I pour into myself with my devotion, with my prayer, with my journaling, with my affirmations, with my time to serve my heart. So yeah, that means I have a 5 a.m. wake up time because my family arises at 6.30. Do I love to get up early? No, I don't. Honestly, I'd prefer to sleep in to five minutes before they get up. But it's just the way that life is for me right now. And I know that by having that one hour time block before my family gets up, I can get those non-negotiables. If I happen to not touch my business for the rest of the day, I have already done the things that I know will grow my business. And so I ask you, what is that for you? Where does that fit into your day? Is it 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there? Blocking that time is so, so incredibly important. Yeah, I think there were so many valuable nuggets in what Kelly just shared. And I hope you guys took that. And, you know, I was giggling, Kelly, too, because all I think about is, you know, I'm getting to the end of children in the home, right? I've got one more year with my 17 year old and then three more years with my 15 year old. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be able to like start sleeping in. And so I just had this little talk with myself the other day, like you could get up for the next three years, 20 minutes earlier, Blair, 
and get even more done than you currently get done because, you know, in three years, you'll be able to sleep in. So I've been like playing these little games with myself. So it's funny that you said that. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) And also Kelly brought up IPAs. You know, if you're looking for like, what are my IPAs? How do I create that? How do I create that checklist? How do I know what are the important things to do? A lot of that is inside of the Network Marketing Accelerator. So feel free to go check that out at networkmarketingaccelerate.com. But that's a great place where if you're like, I don't even know how to begin on that, that will really help you. So the second part of the question from Stephanie Cook was about what to do when your block runs over or isn't finished and you have the next one ready. What do you do then? Well, my answer is it depends, right? I have my most important things done first thing in the morning, just like Kelly shared. So if my block, for example, got messed up at the beginning are the important things. So I know that those have been finished, right? And hopefully uh, if any of my non-negotiable business moving activities are not completed before I shut down at night, then I would just simply let my spouse know, hey, I need a few minutes before I come out for the night. I need to get a few things done, right? Or maybe you do that after the kids go to bed. So when my kids were younger, if I hadn't completed everything I needed to do for the day, I'd just say to my husband, hey, listen, I need about 30 minutes or hey, I need about an hour and then I'm going to come out after I put the kids to bed. I'm sorry, but I didn't get everything done that I need to get done, right? And hopefully you guys have had these conversations with your spouse where they know what your goals are, what you're going for and why that would probably happen, right? And especially for you know those years where I was at home with the kids during the day, yes, I was still working, but my husband wasn't here during the day. So in the evening, you know, it might have been that I said Tuesday and Thursday nights, I wasn't going to have any jewelry parties and I was going to stay home and hang out with him, but I didn't get the things done that I needed to get done. So I just simply get those kids off to bed. Or maybe if I told him earlier, he might've offered up like, Hey, why don't you go finish up in your office for an hour while I play with the kids outside? Right. Things like that. So having good open communication, not coming with the attitude of, ah, I didn't get anything done today. I need to get this done. Instead of coming with, hey, I've got about this much I need to finish because things happen today with the kids and um, I can get it done after I put the kids to bed. Or if you have some time right now and you can take the kids outside, I could get it done, right? So just coming with with the right attitude and the right heart. But the most important thing that we just shared with you is getting the most important things done right away first thing in the morning. If you don't work at home and you work outside of the home and you're also trying to build a business on the side, then finding your lunch break to work your business or finding those small breaks that they allow you to have to work your business. I know a lot of people also will, before they leave their office, they'll go into their car. People on my team tell me this all the time. And I think it's so brilliant. They'll go in their car, they'll wait, they'll sit there, they'll finish up those few things that they need to get done. And then they leave to go home. And that is such a great way to get that done as well. So if those, you know, time blocks run into each other, Finish the first task, the most important task, the ones that are the most important. Finish those. And then if you don't get to the second block, you just move it to that evening or you move it to the next day. Okay, it's going to happen. This is an ebb and flow, especially those of you that are in network marketing. It's kind of like that business where you do have to fit into the nooks and crannies. You do have to figure out where you're going to do it. But if something happens, then you just flow with it. Where can I fit that in next? Kelly, anything to add to that? Yeah. So one of the things that you brought up in the very beginning of this podcast episode was adding that cushion, planning out for a little bit more. So if you are unaware of how long things take, I'm going to give you a website that I have utilized some. It's called Clockify. Clockify 
clockify.com. It, excuse me, but it's app.clockify is, is the actual website. And we'll put that in the show notes. But here's the cool thing is I will track. Sometimes if I feel like my schedule is getting so tight, I'm not getting things done. I'll actually track how long it takes me. Like Blair and I know exactly how long it takes us to record podcasts, upload notes, and do all of the things. And so when we block off time, we know how much time and we always add a little bit of cushion, right? So what Blair said in the beginning was adding that cushion. Once you know how long things take you, you become efficient because you're like, oh, these three things take me 25 minutes. I know I can connect with this many people in this much time. And so Clockify is just a great little resource that can sort of guide you through and you can keep track of your time, you know, over a week or over a month. The other two things that I would encourage you to do is look at what is wasting your time. When I did a a time analysis a few months ago, I realized that my errands I used to have all my errands and all these chores and things on a Friday, but I realized I was just letting my errands sort of run like, oh, I've got two hours here. Let me run out and do this. And I realized that was taking so much time away from me and I was becoming inefficient for the things I needed to do for my home, for my family, for my business. So I have a certain errand day. It's usually Thursday or Fridays. It's when I'll go do my appointment. I will, you know, run, do extra things, return things, whatever you need to do. Because once you're out, you're out, right? And then you can just sort of say, oh, I've got these eight things I need to go do. What's the most efficient way to make it happen? Instead of running and doing things every single day. And then my final thing that I have to share with you, and I implemented this probably about a year and a half, two years ago, was white space on your calendar. And I literally call it white space. And that is where you have nothing planned. Typically for us, that's like a Saturday afternoon, maybe into a Sunday. And when I say nothing, I mean, you're with your family, your phones are off, you're off social media, you know, you are relaxing, you are recharging those batteries. But if you have things throughout the week that need to be done, you know, you can take a little bit. If you have 24 hours of white space or you have 18 hours of white space, you can take a little hour away here. Maybe you can get a little bit more done before you go into that downtime. But create some sort of white space on your calendar where you are being still, where you are pouring into yourself, whether you are, you know, doing devotions, whatever it is that you're doing, but create a big chunk of that as well for you on the weekends. So I will tell you, I love the fact that Blair brought up the IPAs and the Network Marketing Accelerator because there are so many people that you sit down and you just don't know what to do. You do not know what you need to do to grow your network marketing business. How do you scale it to six figures and beyond this year? How do you grow a team? How do you teach duplicatable strategies? How do you flow? How do you manage it all while you've maybe got your job, while you've got your family, while you're growing this business and you're trying to balance it all? Well, the Network Marketing Accelerator is the perfect spot for you to truly learn everything that Blair and I have implemented into our lives to be able to not only balance a successful network marketing businesses, but to be able to truly find the happy balance that you can give to your family, that you can take care of yourself. And so hop over to blessmamabosses.com. You can find it under Network Marketing Accelerator course, or you can go to networkmarketingaccelerate.com and you can find it there. And we are just super excited to be able to pour into you and to help you learn more about how to create a successful balance in your business. And Stephanie, we are so incredibly grateful for your question. If you found this podcast to be helpful, screenshot it and you can share it on your Instagram and tag us at blessedmamabosses underscore. We would love to share you with our audience 
and to shout you out. Thanks for being a part of today's podcast. We'll see you next time. You are not alone. We hear from you all the time that you want to scale your network marketing business. Well, guess what? Yes, we have a solution for you. Grab the Network Marketing Accelerator course and take your profitable business to your dream business, everything you dreamed of. This course has everything you need to scale your business online. Let's go have some fun and make some money. You can grab the course at blessedmamabossescourses.com. We'll see you inside.